Hi everyone, welcome back to our now named podcast, Swiftly Podding Along. Yes, this week we will be discussing the second single from Fearless, which is 15. Yay! <laughs> Intro music. Is there a blank space in your podcast subscribe list? Have you had a cruel summer and you need more Taylor Swift? Well then you need to calm down cause you belong with this Forget the London boy, it's the Brighton sisters It's a love story, baby just hit subscribe But first, Sophie, how are you doing this week? Oh, thanks for asking yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm all right, thanks. I've had a lot of work to do, uh, uni work, but I've also got a lot done, which feels good, you know, because successful. Yeah, that's really good. And yeah, I've had a good week. Oh, I forgot to mention, <laughs> I'm really excited. I bought myself some wellies, which I'm very <gasps> excited about because... That is super exciting. Yeah, I don't think as an adult... I don't think I've owned my own pair of wellies. Like, I don't think I've owned wellies since I was, like, 10. I've just borrowed, I don't know, what we've shared. You know what I mean? Um, I know. I think the only pair of wellies I've ever owned have been those tiny, teeny, tiny little red ones with a smiley face on. Aww. Do you, do you remember them? Yeah. And they, um, it had, like, a <laughs> a Sharpie smiley face on the side because when, um, when we went to, like, a kid's camp or something... Um, mm, yes my my mum I say my mum our mum our mum mum <laughs> just mum <laughs> um, she didn't want them to get lost or someone to steal them yeah. so like as a way of distinguishing them but I think by the fact that they were bright red that already distinguished them yeah but you never know you, you never, never know, know. I knew they were trouble because they've been troubling me is the champagne problem Anyway, Sophie, so what is your champagne problem for this week? I mean, it's not really a big thing, um, like last week, but, you know, we try. Um, basically, <laughs> this week, um, I was getting something out of the freezer, and then the top of the freezer is quite, like, full. So I was trying to shut the freezer, and, like, I have a pizza at the top, and it kept, like, sliding back, so it was falling down. I can see where this is going. And I basically, like, jammed my three fingers like not the thumb or the little finger but the three other fingers and from the hand <laughs> you know the ones um <laughs> don't know why i'm describing it in that much detail um like jammed them in the door as it was shutting and my nails like i don't know got like hit oh. i don't know how to describe it and now they like really hurt on my left hand luckily oh. it's my left hand because i don't use it very often well your left hand is still very important thank you <laughs> You're welcome. Is that okay? <laughs> um, so yeah, that kind of hurts. <laughs> Aww. Aww. What's your champagne problem? Well, so as you're aware, Sophie, my laptop is pretty dead. Yeah. So I bought this laptop a few months ago, maybe six months ago. It's pretty much died, oh. which isn't good. Oh no. And so I took it to a repair shop, mm -hmm. and they had a little look at it. It died like before Christmas. Yeah, um, I remember. And you know, like I've I've had like friends like look at it and try and fix it and stuff, and nothing's really gone very well. Sorry, are you describing Josh as a friend? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was Josh and his dad. <laughs> Sorry. For those of you that don't know, 
Josh and Esther's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to be that that person that's like, yeah, my boyfriend tried to fix it. <laughs> this really made me laugh. Sorry, carry on. Um, so he had a look at it, tried to fix it, um, but we didn't really know what the problem was. So I took it to the repair shop, and turns out they don't really know what the problem is either. <laughs> um, so I have to go back on Friday at before ten thirty. Hey. Very specific, I know. To um, see this guy okay. about it. Um, Sounding <laughs> more and more dodgy. <laughs> it's the same guy I saw before. Okay. He was like, um, come back on Friday before 10.30 and we'll run a proper test. And I don't know how much it's going to cost, but probably mm-hmm. quite a lot because it's a, it's a Mac. And yeah. for some reason, Apple make everything ridiculously expensive. So, yay oh, for me. I think the reason is money. <laughs> Not a... But then the reason it's a champagne problem is because I, you know, I'm lucky enough to even have had a Mac yeah. in the first place. Yeah. I mean... Even if it was just for the little six months we had together. They were a lovely six months. <laughs> I've loved having my fingernails for the last 21 years. <laughs> been absolutely blessed by that. <laughs> Wait, um, what are you drinking? What's your, um, what's the word? Um, yeah, what's your drink? Beverage. What's your poison? Oh, oh. <laughs> this is me saying beverage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate to disappoint, but today I'm having water. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yourself? Um, I've got a very small glass of red wine. <laughs> Why do you have to say very small? Well, because it's like five o'clock in the afternoon. No one knows that, though. Well, oh, I said it. <laughs> I just... Last time we were recording at 11 and we said that, and so people That's might true, think actually. it was the same time. I just want to, I don't know. You just don't want to be judged. Mm. Wildest dreams and fearless, afterglow and happiness. Love it, teardrops on my guitar. Our song gets away from shake it off Yeah, so as we said earlier, today we'll be looking at the song 15. This was the second track on the album Fearless, which came out in 2008 when Taylor was 18. Um, It is four minutes and 54 seconds long. And as of this morning, it had 66 million... No, I can't read this number. I think it's 66,947,464, yes. Plays on Spotify. Wowee. Yeah, which is like four million more than fearless um it was written by taylor swift esther would you like to tell us what it was about well i can tell you sophie okay (laughs) (laughs) hold it together girl (laughs) (laughs) that this song is a tribute to abigail which is Mm. her friend which she mentions twice in the song and she's also in the music video and she's been in like loads of music videos with taylor swift which i didn't realize she was in 22 um you know, and she's just, like, having a party. Yeah. She's there. She's in I'm Only Me When I'm With You, which is also oh, a tribute yeah. to her, I think. I don't yeah, it's know. a tribute to, to that one yet. everyone that she's friends with, but yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they're still friends. She was a bridesmaid at her wedding, which is adorable. I think she was actually made of honour. Mm. Really cute. And what my favourite Abigail moment is, okay. is in the Miss Americana documentary. Yes. Where they just ha- have dinner together and mm. just have, like, a glass of wine. And they're just sitting down. And then they do the dishes and they're just talking about life. And it's just so normal. And I'm like, they just have still such a normal friendship, even though Taylor's kind of a little bit of a celebrity. A little bit. Just a little, <laughs> little teeny tad. Um, 
what I love, my favourite bit of that, um, like, scene in the documentary is when they have, like, their discussion about what wine to have. Because she's like, well, I'll open a red if you're having red, but you've already got this, you know, you've already got a white open, so then I don't want to have that. I kind of love it because, you know, I like wine. (laughs) You have your red wine right now as a tribute to Abigail as well. Sure, that's why I'm having it. (laughs) But, yeah, so it was the songs written after Abigail, like, had a heartbreak. And it says, Abigail gave everything she had to a boy who changed his mind. Okay. The song generally is very autobiographical. Um, mm. And I love how it opens with, like, the high school scene. And I'm mm-hmm. sure, I mean, we don't know because we are not in America and we yeah. didn't go to high school. But it's like when you're first going to a big new school and there's all these older kids and it's very intimidating. Like, I feel we got that a bit when we were, like, in year seven. Yeah. But not on quite the same scale. It's like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, mm. which I'm sure is really intimidating. But like when you're in year seven, you're still kind of a kid. So you're not like, what does everyone think of me? You're just like, oh, I'm a kid in a big school, you know. Mm. Um, and then when we go to college, it's just like, you know, one year older than you. So you're not really very mm. intimidated. Mm-hmm. I say that. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I went to secondary school and I think for you as well, I went with friends and it was very mm. much I knew which friends were going to be in my class on the first day I walked in with mm. them and we sat together there was never that moment where you walk through the corridor on your own for me anyway yeah like in the first few days because I, it was all very prepared so I guess it's different I had a different experience in that sense where I was not having to look for people to sit with necessarily not that I'm really popular <laughs> well I think the schools do that like they have you go around with like one class like it was we called it like a fake form mm. where you'd have the same class that you're like in all of your lessons with so you, you're not you're never like on your own walking mm. to a lesson and I think it helps you make friends quicker and at first I kind of didn't like that I was like I want to meet new people mm-hmm. but I'm very grateful for it in hindsight because yeah. I was I would have been a stressed little girl yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift's high school was Hendersonville in Tennessee however even though she says it's your freshman year and you're going to be here for the next four years in this town. She wasn't there for four years. She ooh. was only there for two years because she, ooh. at 60, I know, ooh, she got signed off with a label, Big Machine Records, I think it was. And yeah, she she was off writing music. Um, mm. So she wasn't there for four years, but Abigail was there for four years. So mm. that's probably what she's referencing. Um, and also most American teenagers will be at high school for four years and also okay right this i love this because it kind of um reflects what i was saying last week she says then you're on your very first date and he's got a car and you're feeling like flying i was going to mention this to you it's another car person you must be another over car the moon. person <laughs> you love it you loved it last time I that was your favorite i think <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> but honestly, Taylor, I get your feeling. When he can drive a car, it's very exciting. And and then the next bit, after the first date, um, she says how you're dancing around your room when the night ends. That's like what you like to do. Yeah, I did think of the dancing. Yeah. But it kind of sort of reflects the like naive innocence, which she mentions in her other songs, like in Never Grow mm. Up, when she says, um, don't lose the way that you dance around in your PJs, getting ready for school. Mm. Like it's that kind of young age where you, all you want to do is just dance because you feel so happy and you don't really know what to do with your emotions and everything's all happy and good um 
Esther, yes. I'm the one that talks about dance it. What are you doing? <laughs> this is me saying you're too what naive and innocent. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> excuse me. But yeah, I think she seems very profound when she's sort of looking back at herself and saying like, I didn't know this at 15, but when she wrote, she wrote this? When she wrote this, she was only like 17 or 18. This is like two or three years later. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's quite impressive how she learned loads in those few years. Mm. I think as well she will have carried on learning. I feel like I've learned so much about myself in the last two years. In the last like month, I've learned about myself. I think that's something that you keep doing throughout your life. I don't think it's you know you look back at your teenage years and only learn from that. I think when I'm thirty, I look back at when I was twenty-five and think, oh my gosh, how embarrassing was that? And <laughs> how different I am. But I haven't even got to twenty-five yet. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, I think you can you can listen to this without being 15 and still appreciate the looking back aspect of it. Yeah, definitely. And also, I feel like for all of these episodes, I'm just, for, for Fearless, I'm going to be like, I just relate because I'm 18 now and she was 18 when she wrote it. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, looking back to when I was 15, like, there's loads of things that I'd be mm. like, girl, you need to sort this out. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's a really special thing to be able to, look back and like on your mm. mistakes and naivety and to be like wow what a silly girl anyway um sure my favorite line of the song if you don't mind me sharing go ahead is but in your life you'll do things greater than dating the boy on the football team and i really like it because the plans in my life are more there's more than one plan you know mm-hmm. i'm going to be more than one thing like when we're teenagers it is so easy to get bogged down in that who is interested in you, who you're interested in, and all of that. Mm. But actually, like, you are not defined by your relationship at that stage or at any stage. And I think that really spoke to me because often in the media, Taylor is defined by her relationships, by other people. And I just thought that was really powerful that in this song, part of the messaging is to not be defined by your relationships. And I think as well, Mm. plans for my life that God has as well. Mm. And... They're things I don't know, but they are going to be greater than who I date. And that really yeah. excites me that they are going to be greater mm. than that. Yeah, I just really like that part of the song. I don't think, I agree with you, I don't think you are defined by who you date, but I think those experiences, you know, you can learn from them a lot. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the same for friendships as well as romantic relationships. We're not friends with the same people forever, and I think you can look back at friendships with fondness and see how they were good in that season. And... Yeah, not be sad that it's over, but be happy that you do have those memories, you know? Mm. My favourite lyric, if you don't mind me moving on, yes. is, I guess it's kind of like what you were saying, but when all you wanted was to be wanted, wish you could go back and tell yourself what you mm. know now. Because in a way, I feel like, no, I wish, you know, I wish you couldn't go back and tell yourself what you know now, because the whole point of you not knowing something meant you got yourself in that situation from which you learnt. Mm. If you think a certain thing... Um, or like do something and it goes horribly wrong it's okay Mm. um esther something i thought might be quite fun to do is if we rank the songs and come up with a list per album of our joint order of like (laughs) i like that i think that's a good idea thanks um (laughs) obviously we've done fearless um and now 15 so I wondered where you would put this, and then I will give my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
I mean, on first instinct, I prefer fearless, I think. Mm -hmm. Just because I just love it. (laughs) Okay. We already did that in the other. (laughs) Um, I think I would agree with you. I think I prefer fearless. So that's quite easy for us. I think I prefer the, the sort of the idea behind this song and the message in it. But mm. I think I prefer the music in Fearless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was quite easy. I think the day that we disagree will be quite a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite strong opinions about that. Yeah, you're just going to shout at me and tell me I'm wrong. But, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> As if you would do the same to me. In the 18 years of sistership we have shared together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, i have mm -hmm. discovered that you don't like being wrong excuse me what (laughs) (laughs) character attack right now (laughs) i'm just gonna leave it there (laughs) no i'm sorry okay esther over the last 15 years i mean 18 years i've decided that you suck man that's all i'm gonna say on the matter That is not my voice. (laughs) Secondly, I did not say you suck. I mean, no one likes being wrong. Exactly, so it's not a bad thing. I've learned that you don't like being wrong. Bizarre. Right, okay. You're basically saying I'm really competitive. Yeah, well, that's the truth. Yeah. So, yeah, so you agree with me. Yeah, but I didn't like your tone. Anyway, we're going to move on. So we're going fearless and 15 so far. Look what you made me do, spilled a on tea on you. So we're going to move on to Dale Tea. I see you're going to explain this, aren't you? So today, our Dale Tea is basically about everyone hating on Taylor Swift. Then again, <laughs> I guess that's always what we're talking about. So, um, <laughs> so I came across this when I was looking at Genius Lyrics. Sorry, I was cheating. And it said... Taylor Swift has a desire for older men and she captured both John Mayer and Jake Gyllenhaal and it's a far cry from her old high school days when she just only could dream about that but now she's like capturing all these men and essentially it's what Blank Space is talking about Hmm. Um, and it's just like guys like she's just (laughs) dating like (laughs) calm down (laughs) It's just a date, guys. <laughs> Sorry. I'm the over back. the top of me again. <laughs> Absolutely flashbacks to last week. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know how old Jake Gyllenhaal and the other one, John Mayer, are or were at the time or how old Taylor was or any of that info. But I think, you know, you like, you like. Mm. <laughs> I don't really know what to say just people need to stop getting angry with a young woman for dating in her early 20s it's just really silly mm. taylor even she brought this up herself in an interview she was like um she gets slated for like talking about her ex-boyfriends and dating mm-hmm. lots of people but um she was like ed sheeran does it bruno mars does it they write about mm. it in their songs and no one slates them for it i mean it's it's quite disheartening as like a young singer when you're just mm-hmm. sort of in the industry and you want to be famous for your for your music and for your art mm-hmm. what you're putting out there, what you're doing all your work for. And instead she's mm-hmm. just getting this massive reputation, <laughs> no pun intended, of like being like this man-eater, which mm. she just 
isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think I love how you brought up the reputation because I think if you listen to Taylor's music chronologically, there is such a story arc in her mm. storytelling and her the way she talks about things. And I think even if you look at the album names, I feel like there's a story arc there. And there's different seasons. And obviously reputation is quite a big one. And then she comes back with Lover. But we can mm. talk about that at the time of the albums. <laughs> I don't know what my point was there, but we'll end there. <laughs> yeah, that's the day old tea for today. Next week, we'll be looking at the track three, which is a love story, which very is a big exciting. one. <laughs> yeah, very excited about that. And we will have a special guest next week. Our first guest, which is very, very exciting. exciting. All will be revealed then. So you'll have to just come back next week. Have a nice week. It's a love story, baby. Just hit subscribe.